Well, good evening, everybody. Happy to come back to you live uh, for another Wednesday night interview. Tonight we got on Chris Johnson. He's going to be um, first time driving with the series this year, so be interesting to see what he's bringing to uh, to to the year and the car. So let's just uh, get a wait for him to jump on here, and we'll uh, let him in. I think we got Tony coming back on to help us out. Anyway, if you don't know who I am, Sean Hardham. I run the Spec D Drift Series here in Edmonton, and we do drifting throughout Western Canada. So I'm going to let Tony in here. Wait for the internet. Hey, we're better than last week when we were having all the uh, Instagram troubles. So it's going all right. Welcome, Mr. Tony. How's it going? Oh, I'm back at it again. You guys aren't tired of me yet, so it's nice to tag along again. Just uh, listening to your little intro, and I wanted to add, I'm just the guy who talks really loud about it, so. <laughs> and laughs nonstop. That's me. Well, Chris just jumped on here, so he'll be joining us shortly, and uh, let's see when he comes on here. Well, he's, he's kind of sideways, but hey. <laughs> well, he just wanted to get the bar in there. Right. That's a good thing. There we go. <laughs> There you go. Well, how's it going there? I see it's uh, you got the 350Z in the background, so that must be the car that you're working on. Yeah. I'll give you, <laughs> you uh, just a moment while you introduce yourself, uh, maybe your hometown, and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the car that you're going to be bringing this year. Sure. So I'm Johnson from UBC, uh, 38 years old, probably one of the older competitors. Uh, will be my First year competing, and I a supercharged L Nissan 350. Um, right now. Awesome. So you're doing a supercharged motor. Uh, I had talked to you a little bit earlier in the uh, in the year, a little bit about it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about maybe the company that you work for, or who's building the motor? A little bit of background on that. Sure. Um, I actually built the motor completely myself. It's a uh, six-liter iron with a factory crank, and I have forged rods, um, LS3 heads, and uh, LSA starter. Do you know what kind of power you're going to be looking at pushing through that? Um, high boost, around 15 PSI. It should make about 700 at the wheel. I All right. The drivetrain's going to handle that so i have to follow that's that's always the <laughs> yeah well no for for some of us other guys who run the turbo motors we look at 15 psi and it's like yeah that's that's like a pretty decent boost number but when you talk to most of the ls guys they're not anywhere near 15 psi they're usually in that six pounds so 15 seems to be a fairly good number and uh, uh a little bit about the supercharger setup uh, we've had a few guys in the past that run like a Torque Storm or one of the belt-driven chargers yep. that sort of sit on the front like a turbo. What what setup are you running? So this is a root style, uh, still spun obviously by belt, um, but this is going to give me torque. Excellent, and a nice whine. I assume that we're going to be able to hear absolutely all over all over while she's while she's going. Um, so how long have you been drifting for? Um, only for about two years. Okay. Uh, um, 
I planned to compete in the grassroots this spring here, but my car is scheduled. Okay. So that has not happened. <laughs> How's it looking for uh, making it out to our first round of June 10th? It's going to be tight. Yeah. Um, as long as I can get the fab work complete, then it shouldn't be a problem. Excellent. Excellent. Um, a little bit about your racing background. I know when I met up with you here earlier in the year, you were, I think you just got back from picking up a junior dragster. So Yeah. So in November, uh, me and my son did a trip down to Los Angeles. Uh, picked him up a junior dragster, so I have that on my plate for as well. Okay, so Mission is your home track then? Yes, it is. Okay, so you get down the road. They have, they have a good junior uh, series there for all the drag racing and stuff? They do, yeah, absolutely, lots of cars. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I know that uh, Amanda that works out there, she's usually pretty uh, right on with that as well, so... Um, and how old is your son that's going to be doing the, uh, he's, racing? He's 10. Okay. Yeah. So we're pretty close. I got, I got my girl who's uh, turning 12 this year and we're, we got her out of the mini cups and we're, we're currently building her, a a V8 powered RX-8. So we'll hopefully we can get her turning some laps in that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to turn it over to Tony for a little bit. I know he had some questions uh, ready to go for you as well. Sure. I do, man. So I got a few rapid fire questions for you, but I also got one interesting question that I thought of along here. So this is, you've mentioned you've been drifting for two years. You've obviously been having a blast. You've, you've seen enough to go two feet in, build up your car. Um, looking, uh, this is kind of cool. So I'm assuming you've probably caught us, watched our event, uh, and came to drive, I think this Sunday. I think I saw the red 350Z rocking around. When you come to spectate, uh, an event like Spec D, and then going into it with plans to drive in, you know, hopefully one of the rounds this year. Does that kind of put a pressure on you, or does that like kind of like fire you up and you kind of see where the competition's at and you want to just jump in and just start swinging? Like, where where are you at on that? Yeah, I'm more excited to just jump in. Um, I'm not too concerned how long. Um, obviously, right <laughs> to put it up there on the podium, but. Uh, not expected. Hey, man, seat time is seat time, and it is fun. As long as you're going drifting, man, you're having fun, I always say. So I think it's uh, it's definitely a little bit different from versus like your grassroots drive all day, have fun. Uh, it's a little more focused in the sense that we talk to you guys for 15 minutes, and then you guys go just destroy the track or do whatever. Um, but I think you're going to have a blast with it, man. And we're looking really uh, forward to seeing you out there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully come June, but hopefully you get to rep for your hometown admission there, my friend. All right. I got the rapid questions for you. So the idea here is not a lot of thought, just the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. There's only 10, so it's okay. <laughs> All right. Most expensive part on your car? Uh, that's the supercharger. Okay. Most expensive part you've broken on your car? Um, I smacked in this corner here uh, into a wall, so that was expensive. Um, FDF, Sometimes the drift car spill. It happens. Parts, though, so bad. Nice. Awesome, awesome. Uh, dream car? Uh, I would really like a C7 Corvette. Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, dream motor? 
Oh, I think pretty much the same thing with a bigger supercharger on it. Just always bigger, always better. You know it. <laughs> Must be V8. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you could battle anybody in the world, who would it be? Dream Drift Battle. Uh, Chelsea. Nice. Awesome, man. Um, I'm going to guess same answer here for favorite driver, hero driver. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. I also really like James Dean and Peter Rissick. I think Chelsea Denofa throws a lot more stock. So he'd be a lot more fun to drive against. So with the, the fun little side question, James Dean or Chelsea for FD champion this year? <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll quote you on. All right, so... Since you haven't been in a battle yet, or maybe you have, I wanted to ask, who's a driver local to your scene that inspires you? Uh, uh, well, I actually built this car after going to a Dark Lotus that year and, and uh, watched Brandon Wallstrom. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So awesome. Good shout out to them there. And then if you had a bucket list uh, track you wanted to drive at, I really like to drive Stratotech, um, and that Utah motorcycle looks like. Can't speak to Utah. It does look awesome, but I can tell you from experience, Stratotech is a roller coaster you never want to get off, man. It's a lot of fun. And then, um, yeah, that. Uh, so we snuck in 12 questions there, so thank you for playing along. Uh, we'll throw it back over to Sean, who I'm sure has much more adult questions to ask. <laughs> No, but I was, uh, I like your, I like your idea of the C7 Corvette. Um, so you probably watch uh, that Jao Barion out of uh, yeah. Brazil. Yeah. Matt Field built him that, I don't know, I guess Matt Field sort of rebuilt the car and it's sort of been around here and there. Yeah. But I really like to set up this last year. I'm not sure what he was running for a V8, but that thing sounded rowdy when he was on it. Yeah. And I think that he had blown the motor at some point throughout the season, but. I don't know what motors in there, but I mean that that sounds like one that is a fun V8 that I wouldn't even mind driving. Um, so a little bit about uh, the car, maybe the partners that you have on board with you this year. Uh, what kind of suspension and angle kit? Just give us some details on it. Yeah, the front um, I have FDF Megamantis. Um, the rear is all FDF. Um, yeah, it's forward suspension, BC coilovers. So you kind of just went with like what the tried and true setups are, right? BC is also obviously a great coilover. Um, and then you're all, you know, FDF being a Canadian company and, and Josiah there, he's been doing just amazing work. Sort of seems to be nonstop engineering and, and trying, to, trying to always improve. So, you know, we got to appreciate that. Chris Poehler's been on FDF for quite a while uh, in our series and really liked it and sort of um, seems to have a lot of angle, a lot of control in the car. Yeah. Um, so stress tester for those. Great to deal with. They, the, Josiah will message me back on a Sunday night, giving me part numbers. He's, uh, I've had issues with a couple things and he's sent out new parts for free. Uh, so he's been excellent to deal with. Yeah, I guess that's sort of, you know, an interesting thing. I think a lot of companies that, that are in the industry, you know, they just put the stamp on it. This is uh, turnkey ready to go. 
Um, and if there's an issue, uh, it's nice to see that companies like that stand behind it. I know Fish Racing, they're kind of local to you in the BC area there. Good quality product that you see them making, um, like really good success. And they're the first ones to say like, hey, this is like the first time that we're putting this piece out. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, let us know how we can improve it. Uh, we ran a little bit of their product on on our FDRX7, just found a weak part, and they sort of re-engineered it so that it was stronger. So, you know, good shout out to these local Canadian companies. I think it's always important to support them, support the companies that are supporting drifting. Um, now, I also saw that you released your livery, and it's not on the car yet. Not so... yet. No, Fab works to be done before it gets all welding and grinding. Do you have a, a local shop that's going to be looking after the the decals and, and putting on the, the vinyl for you? I do, yeah. Same company that I used to wrap my son's dragster. So. Awesome. Yeah. So people that are wrapping race cars, they usually tend to be fairly decent at it. Um, we've actually seen that a lot, even in the local area. There's been a lot of like sort of crossover between uh, the styling of the the drag racers and and a lot of them are kind of coming out and, and discovering drifting and seeing that you know drift guys and drag guys seem to have that same mentality of uh we don't know where the stop limit is so we just keep going and going and those are are great for the companies right yeah um this yeah, racing i'm not actually running their bell house on the start okay so you're you're running the cd09 transmission in the car yeah all right I mean, that, that's it. I mean, Fish has been been good. I mean, they jumped on as well. They're going to be uh, supporting the series. They're going to be out at the rounds, uh, you know, bringing a display. And and that's what we say. We we look at a lot of the local companies that, that are supporting local drifters. I know that uh, that Fish also, you know, supports another local driver to use. And there as she's going to be campaigning, you know, in FD this year. So that's also just a big inspiration to us and, and the quality product that they run. I think Jesse Foote also runs their, uh, their bell house uh, as well. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. Um, um, a little bit about the, uh, do you have any other companies that sort of support you or are helping you out this year? Um, I've been working with wheels um, or wheel set and uh, big help from Zestino to get me some tires I can afford to. Well, Hey, we'll, Give me self a shout out there. We're, we're we're trying our best with Zestino. I mean, it's uh it's uh it's just one of the perks, I guess, of running the the series and then getting to uh, supply the tires. We try to really help out the guys with the the best pricing that we can, uh, supporting supporting the local grassroots all the way up to the pro drivers that are with us. Um, so yeah, I appreciate that. Um, so you do have a a little bit of time left. Do you have a sort of a a finished date in mind that you're going to be able to shake down the car before you come out to round one? I don't have a finished date. I mean, I need to have, I'd really like to have two mid May. Okay. Best I'd say. Right. I mean, and they have quite a few drift days out at the track there for you, don't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's quite easy to, for me to get in on a drift day here. Um, the Majority of the work's done. That's some fab work I'm waiting on to be completed, and then it's mostly uh, plumbing and mounting rad and there's some and uh, electrical. All right. 
well, well, we got a good audience and, and a lot of people, you know, kind of supporting it. Is there any parts that you're waiting on? Anything that you're still needing to uh, get that maybe we can help you out with? I don't think so. I think I pretty much everything just little, little pieces now to finish it up. It seems like that last 20% takes 80% of the time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, before I let you go, anybody you want to sort of shout out to? I mean, I, I've been going through your Instagram. You say that you're one of the older guys in it. I mean, uh, well, this year I'll be celebrating 50, so <laughs> you got a while. Uh, Conroy is coming back, and that boy there uh, with Four Cruising, if you watch his Instagram, he's building something rowdy to bring into the series this year. And, like, he's so old that they put him into the Motorsports Hall of Fame this year, so I think think he's almost getting to the point of uh i don't know i'm not sure whether he's at retirement age or not yet but he's going to be out racing um you planning on bringing the whole family out with you and sort of dragging them along for the series yes uh, they'll be coming along with me helping out they're excited excellent excellent and uh give us a little uh rundown of who, how many how many kids do you got and ages and and who's all coming yeah, so um, I'm married, so me and my wife will be coming. I have a girl son, and I have an 18-year-old daughter, um, Ava. Excellent. That'll be great. I mean, we're very much a family-friendly thing. When you come to any of the Specti events, you always run into my wife. You run into my daughter-in-law, usually my son, and uh, my, my daughter that helps run the merch booth. So she's 12, and she runs the merch for us or helps at the gate or whatever it is. So it's really nice to, uh, to see the families come out. And like, I got to tell you, you know, personally, I like to see that where, where you can bring the whole family along and, and really enjoy the, uh, the events and, and make it a fun summer for you guys. Any parting words there, Tony? So, yeah, I just wanted to say too, you kind of forgot about your 80 other adopted children at any other given Stratotac event, which are always lovely to deal with. Sure. I'm sure you have some favorites amongst the rank that you don't want to name. Um, but uh, no, Chris, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, really excited to see you on track, man. Uh, you got a great name to announce. Chris Johnson, I think I'm going to have fun with announcing that one. Can't mess that one up too hard, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, um, I just wanted to say too, man, uh, you know, on those shakedown days, you know, make sure you go over that fine tooth comb, drive it to break it, bro, break it, then fix it, get back out on the track. I hope this can be a little uh, motivational push to get you started, man. Really excited to see you out there, man. And uh, if we don't catch you then, I hope, hope. Awesome. Well, if you got any parting words, go for it now. If not, I'll let you go. And uh, I see LB DJs in there. So I'm going to invite him to jump on and uh, say hi quick. I just want to thank my uh, wife and son for letting me spend all this time out there in the garage. <laughs> Those are the number one people to thank. I mean, uh, usually they got the most patience, and uh, they're the ones that make it possible for us to go and enjoy what we do. So, yeah, you got to really thank the family that's, uh, that puts up with it. And then, you know, eventually they just, they're part of it. That's it. They're part of the drifting family now, so they're in it. So... Well, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, letting us catch up with you and sort of see where you're coming and what you're bringing out to the series. And we really look forward to driving with you this year. All right. Sounds good. Have, Have a good one. night.
All right. Well, I see uh, Jeremy was was jumping in there, the LBDJ. I, uh, yes, I think that we could probably uh, get him on, get another uh, 10 minutes out of this thing and talk to Jeremy quick if he's uh, willing to jump in there. Did you put him on the spot? Does he know about this? <laughs> well, I was I was actually thinking about it when I was out doing a little bit of chores earlier on. And then I was like, well, maybe I, then I see him jump on. So I just will call him out and say, Jeremy, if you're listening, hit the join button wherever you are. And we'll uh, be happy to chat with you for two minutes and sort of see what's going on and in, in your life and stuff. That's <laughs> Yeah. Well, you did, you did allude to, uh, you know, the other 80 people that always help out with every event that we got. And I guess we are lucky. We usually uh, rope in either a husband or the wife, and then we bring in the significant other. Yeah. Isn't that usually how it works? Always. You know, we got Dave and Steph. They're very integral parts of it. We got John and Carrie that always help out. I mean, you got Eric, you got Travis who help. Uh, just That's the best right there. Sean Switzer, <laughs> obviously you helping out. Jeremy, he's out there at all the events. Uh, all of our media people. So it's really good. Cecilia says, invite him. I don't know how you invite Jeremy to jump in here. <laughs> Listen, she's not even here and she's still giving me instructions. So, you know, that's usually how it goes. All right, it's Conroy. If Conroy's on, he can jump on too. I know he's working on something in the shop. It might be a good time to hijack him. Yeah, that'd be fun. I was I was hoping he would comment a little bit earlier when I was making all the uh, the old man jokes, but generally, <laughs> him and I are the oldest people that that are out at drifting, and uh, you know, it just goes to prove that you never have to grow up and you never have to do the adulting thing because you know when you're almost 50 and you're still not adulting, you know, you can make it, you can fake it right till your retirement age and blow all that money on drifting and the things that we love to do. Right. There you go. Well, Hey, this leads us to a bonus question here. So with Chris Johnson and Conroy Ganson joining the field this year, the average age actually goes up by a few points. How do you feel as an <laughs> elder competitor? Does that uh, get you more stoked? <laughs> Yeah, it should be good. I mean, if I can get somebody else to uh, to jump in and judge and want to take it on and take the hate and abuse, I mean, maybe I can go out there and wheel a little bit with them too. You but, go. No, we got, got lots of stuff coming down. I mean, I, I got to really uh, give a shout out again to Yellow Speed Racing. They've come on big time with us this year. So, I mean, if you haven't got a coilover set up, make sure you check out yellowspeedracingusa.com. They got just about everything you could want. Um, and just about every setup, which was really neat when talking to them. They really uh, supply a lot of the JDM market and sort of something that is a little bit uh, maybe outside of the normal for the U.S. markets. So it's neat to see. And uh, really quick, answer the phone right away. When you talk to them, you talk to one of the people that runs it, runs it and uh, really knowledgeable people. Um, uh, Grip Royal as well. Got to give it out to them. Uh, talk to those guys just about weekly here. We're trying to get them on in an upcoming episode. They're sort of been really branching out. I see they're, they're supporting a lot of drifting worldwide now. See them uh, supporting some drift game stuff. They're in with Lone Star Drift. And again, we have a nice uh, pro wheel coming out this year as well. So that's going to be available here. Hopefully um, in the next month, we should have them all here. Uh, landed and up on our website and then we'll have them out at the events as well uh, just a really nice wheel uh, 
uh, high quality product and, and made for people that love drifting, love grassroots. Um, again, Fish Racing, Boost Factory is in there. Again, we got Camp Vinyl. We give it out to JB's Power Center. Pulse RV, Cole, he comes out and drives with us, uh, running the Heartland uh, Ford Group and uh, Pulse RV. So they're really good to have on board. We're just really fortunate for our sponsors. Thankful to them that they're they're really supporting the local drift scene. So more things to come. We got a couple of cool announcements that we're just waiting to finalize. A couple more sponsors and then a couple new events that we want to uh, release that we were talking about earlier this week there, Tony. Yeah, Anything you gonna jump in and add? Yeah, definitely. Well, I got a few for you here. Uh, on the event front, yeah, we were literally just talking about that this week, trying my best to do nothing on a Sunday, and then that all came together. Pretty cool. Yeah. Hopefully get to announce that soon. But I wanted to actually pick you a few questions here from sure. the uh, quick rapid-fire question. That'd be fun. Uh, let's just start with uh, – let's just get it out of the way, buddy. Uh, top three most expensive parts broken. <laughs> top three most expensive parts broken. Uh, probably just, uh, it was transmissions. Yeah. That was, uh, number one. We went through a lot of the $2,500 transmission setups. And totally so we went through a dog box and then, uh, that was it. Um, had a three rotor that I thought was going to be really expensive break. And it turned out it was just one little, uh, apex seal. So we actually got off really lucky on that. So most expensive thing, honestly, that I've broken is probably, uh, a Cosmos racing wheel into the wall at EIR and then probably just uh, a multiple of transmissions before I went and uh, bit the bullet on the dog box. There you go. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I remember the time of the uh, leaky transmissions or not leaky transmissions, the whole transmission that would just fall apart. But yeah, no, those are, uh, you're going through pretty hard that season, man. It was, it was good though, but you're having fun. You're, you're out there pushing it and that's what happens. Um, yeah. All right. So, I know you like to throw this question out there to try to generate a little bit of shade. So let's see if you can throw it as well as you can, you know, rile people up to do it. Sean Hardham, your easiest battle that you've had. <laughs> My easiest <laughs> battle that I've had. Um, I can hear my wife laughing in the background there. Uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, I've never had a really easy battle. I haven't done traditionally that well in, in the, in the drifting, I think I've probably been an easiest battle to a lot of people. Um, that's it. I mean, I, I don't know if even, I haven't even got, I think I got one first place and that's about it. I got a lot of third place trophies and uh, not much more than that. So maybe I'm the easiest battle. I really got to rack the brain there, but no, you have a few competition podiums, but I think your first place was technically a 0.5 round. <laughs> It could have been a 0.5 round. I think I was just voted on a first place from a, from a bunch of kids who like the color of my car. But you know what? I say a win is a win, and that's just how it is. I think so. And I think if, like, especially if the car is loud and it looks cool, and if you would have a trophy for that, I think you've won drifting for the right reasons. Well, you know, I, I, and actually, I'll go back to that event. You know, I beat Sean Hawley at that event, right? I was voted on yeah. by kids who like my car. So I beat Sean Holly. I'm pretty sure I beat Aaron Day there too. I think I took out the whole oh, field and there, it was amazing. There you go. See, and now you can throw it out there. And every, every other time that I battled Aaron Day, he's beat me. So that was it. It took, off you, buddy. 
it took kids who liked an orange car that was loud and uh, maybe I bribed them with candy or something like that. But I mean, I did beat him at that one event and the rest so there, of it, it was there good. You go. <laughs> okay, so I can see the pitchforks lining up. I can see the flaming torches from my uh, perch here on the north side of Edmonton. Uh, <laughs> so let's end it on a <laughs> um, maybe a driver or two locally, or maybe moved on. Um, but one or two drivers locally that inspire you. All right, guys who inspire me. Um, I guess probably what I'd have to say is is as much um, grief I have by not beating Aaron Day. Probably him. He's, yep. uh, he consistently is, is the best. He consistently is the best. And when the bar gets raised up and the drivers start getting close to him, he uh, tends to just get better and better. And for somebody mm -hmm. who actually doesn't drive a ton other outside of competition, that surprises me how good he is. I'm going to give you a three. I'm going to give you four drivers. All right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Ryan Drutz. He is probably one of the most humble guys and he doesn't his personality doesn't match how he drives because he drives like an absolute gangster um, chris pollard and his push to do very well and his dedication to the build that he does on his car is inspiring as well and let me think of another one here i had one more in mind what if uh, i told you to be pro <laughs> what's that how about a non-pro driver some thursday crowd that inspires you uh, uh i'm thinking of a few here well leno Dave? i'll give it out to leno Great one. There, there's there's a guy who who comes and always has a smile on his face no matter what kind of a day he may be having at work he comes and he just really loves drifting and uh his attitude in it is is amazing there there's a there's so many people that that inspire me and that's really why we do it i mean we ask i ask we asked Dave that the other day when we were talking to him, why do you come out and put up with all of us, us crazy guys? And uh, his attitude was he loves the sport and he wants everybody to be safe. And realistically, like the amount of friends that we have, um, you know, on and off the track is amazing. And the drivers are all like a, the camaraderie in our group is huge. And that's really what pushes us to do it every year. You know, cause it does, it takes up a lot of time, takes up a lot of weekends and uh, you know, our summer short, so we we have to be very uh, greedy on those. But um, you know the the driving and and the people that are just uh, come with a great attitude. If you come to with a great attitude to any of our events, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, let's give a shout out to another one, a Calgary driver. Let's say uh, Jesse Lego, coming in with probably one of the lowest horsepower cars for a few years in a row and puts it on people's doors. Lowest horsepower really like that. car, but also pretty good <laughs> no he, he does he, he he drives amazing and uh you know i wish we could get him out a little bit more throughout the summer and sort of to get him into the uh the thursday night group and and kind of see that uh hey well while we're on it i mean i can talk about everybody because you know we have no no affiliation yeah. with anyone uh, let's say john bernstad was zero john bernstad zero mechanical uh sympathy at all he Drives, he drives everything at 120 percent you know but that's what makes him uh you know he was mr excitement it didn't matter what it was um and he was out there just pushing hard and you have to really give it up to to people and i've, I've noticed this over the years when you go into the uh, pits and you see guys like john you see guys like aaron 
Uh, look at Benjamin. I'm uh, just pulling out a few names here. Uh, Tristan as well. When you see the amount of people that they bring, the people that are passionate for them to do well, it just really shows their character. Because if you got people that come out and pay their own way to get there and are doing anything so that you succeed, it's it's really nice to see. And I mean, obviously, I'm just picking on some of the uh, the picking out the pro drivers here, but you know that goes right down to it when you look at uh, you know the group on on our Thursday nights. So many people will come out. Look at Lano and the the whole group. You got Nasir who. You know, he'll run back to his shop. He'll stop drifting and go pick you up parts if you, you know, are one of the many BMWs that break some factory party has it in stock. So you <laughs> got to really appreciate people like that, right? That's it. Mm -hmm. That's 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 a little bit on it. Um, as we pick on a few more, uh, we'll do it every week and sort of to bring out a few there. Um, but hey, since uh, neither uh, Jeremy or Conray wanted to jump in, I will book them on for a coming episode and. Hopefully we can uh, get Conroy on and, and maybe start getting a sneak peek of what he has going on in his shop. Yeah, pretty nice. Um, I was going to hide a spoiler somewhere back there in the Hot Wheels. I didn't do it this week, but I'm probably going to do it next week. I know you can't really see those because they're like, I don't know, like what, two megapixels or something like that far away. All right. But we'll see. So send it a little closer. Have people get a screenshot. Yeah. And then yeah. maybe we can do we can do a little contest on there conroy says hi i assume he's at work so once he gets his different schedule where he works the sunday monday and is off wednesday it'll be better because yeah. he's at work tonight so we'll have to you know pick it so he can be there and show us what's going on in that shop of his right on right on well um i had one more question before to let you go and it is another three part sorry it turned into like uh, we'll interview Chris Johnson for a bit. Now we're going to interview Sean Hardy for like, no turn the mic. Um, right. This one's a tough one, though. You're going to have to really think. Uh oh. Three spec D events that we've put on. Top three spec D events. Uh, are we doing any type of. Uh, does that have to be competition or it can be anything? Competition. It can be a demo. It can be straddle bash. It can be whatever. But I want a little something about why whatever event was your choice. I can hit you with my three if you want. If it inspires you a bit. No, I I, I got I got our three definitely for sure. Uh, what's going on there? Um, I I gotta say, uh, mission last year, mission twenty twenty two was great. It was nice to have the borders open. It was our sort of our first time getting a group of people coming out of the U.S. to come and uh, drive with us. And the vibe and the the pit setup, everything just really seemed to click. And it really, I look back on that event and I was so proud of the group, our small group that goes out there. And when you just sit back and you look at it and you go, look at what you guys did with uh, minimal budget with, you know, it's just our passion that made it all happen. So I look at that, um, and that was probably it's got to be in the in the top three always. Uh, Strato Bash number one was was just an inspiration. Uh, it kind of showed us uh, just how big the grassroots community is, and again the good vibes, the the chill atmosphere. People kind of said, no way it can get done that uh, you're going to have 100 cars out there and it's going to work. You know, there's there's a lot of doubt. But, you know, by the end of the weekend, people were were tired of driving. 
they'd either broken, ran out of fuel, ran out of gas, ran out of car, ran out of tires, whatever it was. And they went home and I think that they really had their fill and felt like it was uh, a community and became something that, you know, now we're going to be on to, on to year four. Um, mm-hmm. Third one, I got to say uh, our final round at Rad Torque probably we would have been 2019. Um, 20, no, it would have been 2018 that we did our final at Rad Torque. And it was great just seeing the, the stands full, running the big layout and uh, having a really successful four rounds and finishing off the, the season with an actual top 16 after four rounds when sort of that whole, the, the shootouts were really gaining a lot of popularity and sort of the series were dying off. So it was really nice to see that. And that was, uh, was just a really good success there. And, you know, I think that event there also really cemented the relationship with Rad Torque uh, and, and just their support of drifting. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Give me your top three. Those were pretty good. I really liked your explanations for all of them too. But uh, all right. So in my top three, um, you obviously it's easy to lump straddle bash one through three in one, uh, but I'm right there with you on straddle bash one, you know, straddle tech had been closed 10 years prior. Haven't even looked at it. Can't even drive by the place without getting heckled um, to see it all come together when so much was left up in the air, like nothing was for sure. Nothing, you know, nothing was going on. And then to have an event that big that was so intensely attended um, by like drivers from all over Canada. Uh, it felt like, you know, maybe what we lost is uh, the event at Penticton from years prior. It felt like it was kind of back mm-hmm. at Stratotech and having never been to those events and getting to go to something like that as a driver and, you know, someone who was obviously there on day four, also cleaning up rocks and all that fun stuff um, was really cool. It kind of, it, in a way, it was like a, a good milestone to show you that like, hey, you know, drifting has been, it's been here for 10 years, but this is like the big solid thing that shows you that, hey, it's it's not going anywhere for 10 years at least either. Yeah. So that was really cool. And I think just uh, get to drive that track too. You know, I got to see, you know, many drivers that I watched at the younger version of me <laughs> coming up. Uh, to spread the same track with them and with some of them was unreal to me. So Shadow Bash 1, well, I think will just forever just be the heart of it. Um, for event 2, uh, it would have to be the second year we were at the uh, Edmonton Motor Show. Um, for everything that was a success and big and awesome from the first show, 2017, just doubled down 2019 and we got crazier with it. We were running tandem. We were having such a good time. Um, you know, we spilled a car, but that happens. Um, but just seeing it um, kind of just be celebrated in a way um, in an easy access part. Like it was crazy to see how many people walked up to it that you would pass in like years prior at the motor show or just in the booth where we had the cars or whatever they turn their nose up at it, be like, man, drifting, I don't know, that's for kids. And then the guys that were like the hardest to get rid of because after they had stopped running, they just had so many questions, super exciting. And um, it was really cool to just see people like that kind of win over it and just like how many people came out to the, 
you know, those uh, demos too. And it's always cool to get drifting on the north side of Edmonton. There you go. Uh, now, this one's going to be probably a bit shocker. This would have to be 2018 round one with Marco had just released the new library, Triple S, took bigger interest in his car. Uh, the driving that day, this was on the front stretch power alley at uh, Rad Torque between turns one and three. Okay. And the driving that day, I think, made a huge statement to just what was to come for that 2018 season uh, and what was to follow eventually. Because we've been going crazy at Mission. We've been going crazy at other tracks. But I felt that something clicked. Round one, it, I just saw, I think you, you kind of compare it to like Long Beach, Formula Drift, it's our kind of small one, right? But the amount of just send that everybody was doing, <laughs> just giving her as hard as they could in the first round that year was like, okay, like we went from, you know, hey, this is my, my drift car, I got to make it last this season to like, hey, like, Checkers are wreckers for everybody. They all kind of inspired to be John Bernstein, I feel, that year onwards. And have just been going crazy ever since. And it's been obviously super fun to ride shotgun and call the action all along. Yeah, I, you know, when you look back at it and we can uh, reminisce a little bit, I mean, that, that's a, uh, a year-end wrap-up. But we have been in a lot of places running a lot of things. And I guess probably, uh, you know, I overlook some of the demos as some of the, the best ones, but definitely demos are, are great. I mean, I think that'll be sort of solidified even more this year when we make a few announcements and maybe when uh, Conroy jumps on, we can talk a little bit about, you know, our, our passion for demos and our passion for ride-alongs and, and just all that we have that uh, the fan interaction is number one to us. I think, you know, the drivers are great. They put on such a huge show. And they put on such a great show to the fans and us having the open pits. Uh, a lot of that interaction is really good. And I mean, we missed that a touch throughout, uh, you know, the, the COVID years. But, you know, now we're back and it's, uh, you know, that's why I look at Mission last year. Maybe it was just after that two years of uncertainty for us just to come in huge, have the fans, you know, just jam in there. And, you know, three full days of excitement and a lot of interaction was was great. So. You know, I think we'll just uh, jump it on there. I see one Jay Sylvia. I sent him out some parts here the other day. So happy to see him going to be competing as well. Uh, registration will be up soon. We are just wrapping up uh, the work on the website. It is really close to being done. Just want to make sure everything works out well. So registration will be open. I uh, will be going through and talking to all the drivers, making sure they got all the rule books. Um, pretty much if anybody needs anything, Make sure you reach out to me. You hit me on any of the social medias on the Spec D page. If you need anything for your car, if you're having a hard time finding a part, you're having a hard time finding some safety stuff, we got partners that are hands down the best and can get anything anywhere and really quick. So make sure you reach out to me if you guys need anything. On that, I'm going to say thank you, Tony, for uh, jumping on and being a part of it. Uh, thanks to Chris. Really looking forward to seeing him, his supercharged V8 coming out. Uh, I did get some a chance to chat with him in person here earlier in the year. It was really nice just to uh, to talk to him and see what he was building and and just you know a guy that's building his own motor is is really neat to see. You know, I guess it makes a I don't know. I like that. I like that a lot where he's bringing the family out. Um, I got to give a shout out to the uh, to the uh, 
you know, Justin Dubay, his whole team there. Uh, hey. You know, I really like the Drift Easy gang. Um, when you're looking at people that inspire you, you know, Justin Dubay, the first time I met him, you know, he's a little bit intimidating. He's a, he's a big guy with a big beard. But, you know, honestly, when you get a chance to talk to him, he has a real passion for it. And he's the first guy, you know, to hand you the keys to his car if he thinks that maybe, uh, you know, you're missing out on drifting. He definitely, uh, you know, he's the one who lends out his car out to anybody and sort of just gives things out with, uh, with an open hand. So you don't see that much. I definitely need to get uh, Dubay on and uh, chat with him a little bit. You know, he's got some big things coming on. He's going to be a dad soon. So that's huge news. But we still want to talk to him and kind of see what his plans are for this year. All right. On. Well, we'll have to open casting call, you know, like if you guys have been jumping in on the streams, just watching, like if you guys want to get involved, you know, just just send uh, me or Sean a message. We'd love to have you guys on. And, uh, you know me, I'm good at interviewing you and it can make it all awkward for everybody. So there we, <laughs> we go. We look forward to all right. With that. I'm going to say thanks. Thanks a lot to everybody for watching. Uh, we're going to leave this up here for you guys to uh, catch up on and uh, really appreciate people jumping in and, and really the drivers who uh, are working hard in this off season as we come up to the first round, getting their cars done. I know there's a lot going into it and we really thank them for, for their dedication on it. And, you know, they're doing all this to, uh, to put on a spectacle for the fans and uh, you know, to take home some big prizes uh, we haven't really announced what the prize package is, but I just want to tell everybody, like, it is it is looking good. We're going north of $10,000 given away this year in cash and prizes. So really have some exciting things to come out and just want to, you know, get people inspired to come and uh, have a great time with us. So come hungry and ready to put on a show. That's right. <laughs> take, take home some bucks and take home some uh, some stuff we're going to give out. We got tires and prizes and, and stuff like that for each round. So we're trying to make it so we give out a lot to, to the drivers and uh, make it fun for everybody. All right. With that, I'll let you uh, say good night, and we are out of here. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Keep your stick on the ice. Have a good one. Later.